Hello, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Crooked Illness. If you are new here, my name is Paris Brinkevich, and I am the creator and host of the Crooked Illness podcast, where we get into all things health-related. The primary focus of the podcast within the umbrella of health-related topics is mental health and mindset. I began Crooked Illness as a way to motivate, inspire, empower, and educate people on these interesting topics. My background and passion for starting Crooked Illness stems from the field of psychology. After completing both my BA in psychology and MBA in healthcare administration, my passion for mental health only continued to grow. As a result of this, I decided to start Crooked Illness to bring more awareness, tips, and conversations to the table about these topics. I offer my perspective on the work I've done and how it inspired me to begin this podcast. Along with this perspective, I also speak about my personal experience with mental health and how I use those experiences to help educate, inspire, and motivate others. I really enjoy doing interviews and connecting with people who also love to discuss and learn more about mental health. If you would like to learn more, become a guest, or connect, feel free to reach out to me by shooting me a message on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, or to my email of crookedillness at gmail.com. Hello, you guys. Before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to share with you guys why I decided to do this episode and what it is going to be all about today. So my guest today is a friend of mine and also a podcast host. You guys will hear who he is in a minute, but I'm having him come on because he developed and created this really awesome free challenge that I want to talk about. He invited me to do this challenge, and I am excited to do this challenge, and it is all about crushing fear, eliminating doubt, and really unlocking what's possible. So a lot of the things in this challenge is it's a 22-day challenge, and a lot of it is helping you with your self-awareness when it comes to emotions, getting things done, how you're feeling, how you're perceiving things, and really transitioning from a state of worry into a state of wonder, which is what his podcast is all about. And you guys are going to hear about that in a second too. But yeah, so it's all about that. And that's something that I'm really excited about because I feel like for me, I don't think I'm ever going to be done learning or growing when it comes to personal development, learning more about my own self and my own perceptions, my own emotions, my own things and how I handle different situations. And this this is a really good challenge because it really helps you become more aware of that and become more aware of these moments that you have in your life or in your day, you know, that you might not be feeling your best. You might be sad. You might be angry. You might be overwhelmed. You might be hurt. You might be uh, be experiencing anxiety, whatever it is, and to really understand that and then transition that and change that and flip that switch over to a state of wonder, which we will be talking about. What does that mean? What does wonder mean? Ha- experiencing happiness, joy, pleasure, just being in a, in a better state of mind and a better state of being. So I really wanted him to come on, talk about, you know, why did he decide to create this challenge? Where did the idea come from for this challenge? What are people going to, what does he hope that people will get out of this challenge? And for me, one of the biggest takeaways is growth, growth, awareness, and really just being able to recognize what's going on in the moment and really to, to really understand that ultimately you are in control 
you're in control of of that state that you're in and how you respond and react. And he also has really cool, really good exercises within this challenge that he's going to be getting into and describing what they mean, the acronyms for them, how he came up with them, and also giving examples of how he has applied these exercises to his life and to situations in his own life. And what did it do for him? What did it do for him in that moment? And but I think I just think it's really awesome that he decided to create this challenge and do a 22 day challenge and put it out there into the world for people to take part in, participate in, learn about, and see if it's something that will help them in different areas of their life, whatever they're trying to work on, you know, learn, get better at, grow, all of that stuff. So, yeah, so I just wanted to hop on real quick and let you guys know what this episode is about. And I hope that you enjoy it. And I hope that you really really like this one. <laughs> All right. Bye guys. Hello guys. And welcome back to a brand new episode of Crooked Illness. Today is an exciting day because I have my friend and podcast host of the Wake Up With Wonder podcast, Jason Godoy here. Jason is a Reiki healer, podcast host, and the creator of the Wonder More Worry Less Challenge. I really wanted to make this episode to have Jason get into what this challenge is all about, why he created it, and what you will gain from taking part in it. He shared this challenge with me, and I will also be doing this, so I'm happy to have him here to break this all down today. So without further ado, welcome Jason to the podcast. Thank you, Paris. I'm excited to be here. Yes, excited to have you here. Excited to get into the challenge, what it's all about. So I want you to define this for me. So what does this mean to you? What does it mean to you to wonder more and worry less? Definitely. So I consider wonder to be, you know, those positive thoughts, excitement, and I define them as the three C's of wonder courage, curiosity, and compassion. And then I consider worry to be negative thoughts. So fear, shame, guilt, anger, envy, jealousy, just all those negative thoughts and emotions that we have, those states of being. And what it means is we have the power and the choice to choose the, the positive voice inside of ourselves, the voice of wonder, opposed to listening and choosing that voice of worry and that negative voice because mm -hmm. toxic worry and then there's healthy worry. I like how you define that in the way that we have the choice to choose that. And we have the choice to choose which one we're going to entertain, whether that be wonder, whether that be worry, and how you really break those categories down into more than just this is wonder, this is worry, this is what this means. But it's more detailed. And I like how you approach that in the way that, you know, you ultimately are the one who can control that. Because I know when I was sitting here thinking about this, you know, before we did this episode, I, I feel like that's a, that's a big thing for a lot of people is feeling out of control and feeling like you don't have control and you are, you know, helpless, uncomfortable or whatever those feelings may be, but feeling like you're stuck and you can't choose. So for you, how do you, how did you approach coming to that? conclusion because I know it I know it seems pretty obvious that you you're the one who's in control but um talk more about that about that the control aspect of that 
Yeah, so a lot of people associate worry with anxiety, right? That's like the first thing that comes to mind. And people say, you know, just, just breathe or like the anxiety will pass and stuff. And I would meditate like every single day, but the anxiety would not go away. Like there would still be anxiety. Mm. I learned that once you kind of dig deeper past anxiety, then there's more to it. Sometimes instead of being anxious, I'm actually afraid. Sometimes instead of being anxious, I'm actually maybe envious of something that someone did. And I'm anxious because I wanted that for myself or I'm wondering when that's going to happen for me. Yeah. So those other emotions are masks, almost masks behind anxiety almost, because when you think about it, you know, when you're worried about something, worry and anxiety seem like they're hand in hand. But when you really dive deeper into that, where is that coming from? You know, really understanding where is that feeling of overwhelm or whatever it is, where is that coming from? So I know, I know you're actually the one who introduced me to meditation and I never actually, I've never done it. I knew what it was, but you're the one who introduced me to that and kind of utilizing that as a way to start your day, start your morning. So when, in talking about meditation, what has, has that done anything specifically for you with anxiety doing that? Um, it has. It's helped me to be more grateful and just experience more gratitude ultimately. Um, and then the gratitude, it really relieves the anxiety. Mm-hmm. I'm actually doing a personal challenge with myself right now, and I'm doing 30 days of gratitude journals. And before I would do like angry journals when I got triggered, and then I would do a gratitude journal or I had all sorts of different journals. Mm-hmm. Now I'm challenging myself to find the gratitude in every moment. So an example, um, today was my son's birthday and yeah, he's five. Happy birthday. What's his name? Tell me his name. His name is Roman. Ronan or Roman? Roman. Ronan. No, Roman with an M like Roman. 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 Okay. Well, shout out to Roman. Happy birthday. Yeah. So he's with his mom. I didn't really have the chance to see him. She has like a protective order on me. So I can't reach out. I can't call him. I can't communicate with him. Mm. I woke up sad. Like I was genuinely sad because I can't tell my son happy birthday. But I did a gratitude journal on it and I did a gratitude meditation and I was able to find like the positive and the wonder in that sadness. And, and now I'm excited for how we're going to celebrate. Um, I actually, it led me to take action and make an email. So I have an email account for them. And I wrote him an email just recapping this past year, wishing him a happy birthday, sharing my journal with him. So, and that all came from that notion of gratitude. And once I got into gratitude, I followed up with meditation and then that led to the action, which wow. it kind of got rid of that underlying sadness, got rid of that underlying anxiety. And it just left me feeling peaceful. Yeah, that seems like a really powerful thing to do to really be able to turn that emotion of waking up and having this really overwhelming sense of sadness to really changing that through what you're doing. So I know that leads me to the, to the challenge that you're doing. So I really want to talk about that because I'm, I'm excited about that. So if you could, can you walk me through how the idea for this challenge was born and why you decided to create it? Yeah, definitely. So um, I have the podcast, Wake Up With Wonder. And the last two, two and a half years of my life, I definitely were a very dark time from divorce, numerous car accidents, um, basically almost being fired from my job, all these negative things. 
And I attribute me getting to where I'm at now to choosing wonder that whole time, those whole past two years. Um, just really finding the positive, being able to see the light, experience the light. And I realized, you know, if I can do that and I've made a lot of progress in the past two years, then I'm sure other people can do that and other people will grow and discover. I've learned so much about myself. So I actually consider this to be a self-discovery challenge. Mm. Yeah. So really, so from what you've been able to do in these two years with the growth that you've had, so basically taking that and taking what you learned and really putting that into something that you can have other people do and other people can benefit from that and see kind of the steps that you took, the things that you did to really, you know, make those changes and do all that stuff. Cause I know when I, I first heard of it, I was really interested and I was really proud of you too. I was like, this is so cool. I was like, this is awesome. You know, like you put this together and really did that because I feel like that's something that a lot of people need. And maybe many people don't really take that much time to reflect on, you know, gratitude or practicing that and really doing those exercises that you do and you teach. And I know you have exercises that you actually created that are part of the challenge as well, you know, that are going to be really exciting to take part in and really see the benefits of that. And that's why I was excited to, you know, have you come on here and talk about it and talk about, you know, the, where you got, you know, where you used to be and how you kind of got to this place of where you wanted to put that together and really make that, make the challenge a reality. Um, you know, so kind of what, like, what is your biggest hope from people uh, taking part in this challenge? What do you want them to take away from this? So first off, I don't expect people to actually complete this challenge. If they do, like, that's fantastic. I'm super happy for them. Uh, I've been playing for almost a month now. So here's the bracelet. It's called Wonder More, Worry Less. And if you catch yourself worrying, you have 30 seconds or so to flip the switch in your mind from worry to wonder. If you can't do that, then we, what we do is we take the bracelet off and we switch it to our other wrist and we start over. And you want to do it for 22 days straight. Mm -hmm. um, I, I failed it like every seventh or eighth day. I, I start worrying and I catch myself. But for me, the biggest thing is that I discover so much about myself. I discover what I'm feeling and that's what I want other people to discover. So mm -hmm. great example um, in the past two years, there was one moment where my kids told me that they were being babysat by some man named Henry. And it was my ex-wife. She was dating some guy and they were pretty new dating, but he was actually watching my kids and mm. how I felt. I was, I was angry. I was sad. I was jealous. I was envious. I had all these emotions and I couldn't pinpoint it. So because I couldn't pinpoint it, it led to so much anxiety. And these exercises that I show that I teach, they actually are ones that I've created and I've used myself um, working through these problems. So in that moment, I used one called TAC. And TAC stands for trigger, action, consequence, and knowing. And the way I describe it is when you feel triggered or angry, um, instead of acting out on someone and like blowing up, it's best to handle the situation with tact. With, with mm -hmm. um, so what's the trigger? What caused you to get angry? In that instance, it was my kids telling me that they're being watched by some other man. And, and he's out of the picture, by the way, now. So it's just an example. Yeah. And A is the first action. So what's the first action you want to do when you get triggered? 
usually when we're angry, like we're so like clear, we feel so clear-minded. We think mm-hmm. like this is what I need to do. Like this is the only right way to do it. But in reality, we're clouded. Like we don't really think straight when we're angry. So the trigger, the action, in that instance, the first action I wanted to do was call their mom and just like go off on her. Mm-hmm. From the action, you think of what's the consequence of this action, good or bad, maybe one positive, one negative. And then from the consequence, the most important thing is knowing what you want. So when we're angry, we a lot of times we want to be right. Like I said, we want to try and do whatever is going to make us feel right in the moment. Mm-hmm. But really, what do you want for you? What do you want for the other person? And that's ultimately what this strategy helps us do. Yeah. And I like how you bring up the, the part in doing that of having the awareness and really pinpointing where that's coming from. Because I know for me, that's something that I always love to work on. I always love to work on that. I feel like I'm, I feel like for anybody, I feel like we're never going to be done learning these things, right? These things that can be applied to, you know, however we're responding, our emotions, different things that we're dealing with, because there's always, there's always more to, to know and to discover about that. And I feel like, I think that's a huge part of this is just having that awareness. Cause I feel like sometimes, you know, in that example that you gave with anger, I feel like you can be almost blinded by that anger and you can't really see, like you said, you know, the consequences or the result of that action. You just want to do what, you know, pick up that phone, yell at that person, you know, go off on whoever it is, because in that moment, doing that is what you're doing to get your point across and to make you in some kind of a way feel like you're going to feel better. But if you look at it like that, that exercise you laid out, if you, if you look at it like that, then you really get to understand, you know, this is what will happen, the consequence of my action. And then knowing that, knowing this is the outcome and really doing that is something that I think is really awesome because, you know, just to have that system laid out like that. And I feel like, you know, it, it can be applied to so many things because I know, especially for me, like, you know, I'm, I definitely can, can benefit from that hundred percent for sure. And, you know, um, talk about, do you have, what was the other, I know you have another, um, another exercise. It's an acronym. Another uh, there's a few. So before we move on though, um, that tech exercise, mm-hmm. so that you could actually use it for moments of extreme gratitude. So when we're doing meditations and we're being grateful, it's easy to like feel so grateful that we just want to do stuff that we wouldn't normally do. So for mm-hmm. example, say someone did something for you nicely and you're like, Oh, I want to send them like a hundred dollars or, you know, I want to fly out and like visit them. I want to do something for this person. And that's going to take away from, from your income. It's going to take away from your time. So when we're really, really grateful, we might act out that's in a way that's not going to serve us. And you can use tack for that as well in a moment of gratitude to make sure that you're making the right move. Mm, okay. Yeah. I like how you, how you have that where you can apply it to both ends, you know, not only, you know, the, the time when you're, you know, not happy, you're sad, anxious, whatever emotions are go anger, all of that. And then kind of being able to apply that to gratitude as well is really cool that that's, you know, can be applied to both. Um, so yeah, I mean, what, what, so out of the, out of the exercises that you have created, which one is your favorite? Man, so there's a few. Um, the two that I really like are FBA, which is for anxiety. Simply feel, breathe, and ask. 
So when anxiety hits, you just kind of feel into the anxiety. Where is that in your body? What does it feel like? It might be tingling, it might be heat, it might be a coldness, like an emptiness. And then breathe into that area. So take three deep breaths into that space where you feel the anxiety. Just kind of sit with it, let it be. And then ask yourself, like, my anxiety is here to tell me something. What is my anxiety going to tell me? Like, what does my anxiety have for me in this moment? Yeah, because I feel like that's, you know, when you're experiencing that, for, for you, so when you are experiencing anxiety when you do these exercises so the so would you say the f fba would that would that one be the one that's the the most helpful or use are they all they're all kind of different and different different they all they all do different things so your period i mean i experienced so many emotions when you go through a divorce like there's a lot of emotions that come with it um and if you look at the journal i kind of label it as the emotion i experienced so when I put, when I feel guilty or shame, like guilt and shame hits me really hard. Mm. And then the exercise for that, I wrote, it's called acres. So think when we're guilty, when we're shameful, it spreads like wire, wildfire in our body. Like it, it'll start in your mind and it'll go to your heart. It'll go to like your stomach. You, you won't be able to eat anything. You just mm-hmm. feel. So uh, think of acres of land. You don't want wildfire to spread over acres of land. That's horrible. So what you're going to do is, first thing is acknowledge the guilt and the shame. Just say, okay, I feel guilty and shame because of this. And then we're going to check with ourselves. We're going to investigate. Is this really real? Like, am I really, should I really feel guilty and shame because of this? And then from the acknowledging, from the checking, it all comes down to a story. It's all it is is a story. So we have to revise our story. Mm. So revise your story, make a new, a more empowering, a strategic story that's going to serve you going forward. And a story is nothing without evidence. If you don't have evidence to prove your story true, it's BS. Mm-hmm. So right, we're going to create some evidence or find some evidence that supports this story. And then from the evidence, it's just simply check in with yourself, see how you feel after that. And I'm pretty positive that you're going to feel empowered after you create a new story that kind of gets rid of the guilt and the shame. Yeah. No, a hundred percent. If once you rewrite that and revise that in the way that you said that, like totally, that would definitely be the outcome that I would see, you know, for myself or anyone else who was in that position. So with you, when you um, put these exercises together, I know you said you, you use these on your own self when you're experiencing different things. So how did, how did you, um, how did you come up with these? How did you, how did you do that? Yeah. So I'm a part of this organization called Wake Up Warrior, and it's just like a, a men's, um, I don't even know how to describe it, like a well-being, a business um, organization. Okay. And they have journal entries. They have this thing called the stack, and it basically runs through all the different perspectives of your story. So I just took what I was learning there and what I was using there. And I just broke it down into something that worked for me and that made it easy to remember. So their journal has 30 questions. And sometimes I don't have time to sit there and go through 30 questions just to feel good. Mm -hmm. So I had to break it down into like the most important questions. And then I turned it into an acronym so I could remember. Wow. Cause I, I think that's really awesome. You know, that you're, you know, when you were part of that group, like you said, the, the wake up with warrior group and you really got to be a part of that. So when, so when you joined that group and then kind of transitioning over to the challenge you created um you know what what has been the biggest 
lesson that you've learned in putting this together, you know, putting this challenge together, putting the work book together? What has been the biggest thing that you've learned from all of that? Well, the biggest thing that I've learned and what I would want other people to learn is that we're all worthy of loving ourselves and we're all worthy of being mindful and just like being aware of what's going on with ourselves. So I call it a self-discovery challenge, but mm -hmm. the are going to be mindfulness and self-love. Have you seen the movie, The Color Purple? Yes. Yes. So the little girl, she says, the more I wonder, the more I love. Oh, is that where you got it? Is that where you got it from? The like the when inspiration? I first, when I first started my podcast, like that was kind of the quote I was living by. I was like, you know, the more I wonder, the more I follow my wonder, the more I'm going to learn to love people. I'm going to learn to love myself. There's an excitement behind it. Mm -hmm. And with this challenge, it actually became true for me. Like wow. the, more I, the wonder, the more I start to love myself for being positive and for finding the good in the situation, the more I start to love other people because I'm learning these wonderful things about them. Yeah. So with the self, so with the self-discovery piece of that, what has been the biggest thing that you've discovered about yourself? About myself? Mm -hmm. Certainty. Just, mm. just my emotions. You know, I used to think my emotions were holding me back. I used to think that as a man, I wasn't allowed to share my emotions, but I'm learning that my emotions, my ability to be vulnerable and honest is where my power lies. Oh, Yeah. I love that. I love that. And especially when you bring up that point, you know, of, you know, being a man and not really wanting to show that, or you're not supposed to show that as much or at all, really. And really being able to realize that you, you know, the power in the vulnerability of doing that. And just thinking about, you know, who would lose out on things if you weren't doing what you're doing, if you weren't doing the podcast, if you didn't do the challenge, if you didn't put that together, just think of, you know, the people who really would benefit from that and need that and would, would, it would be really ch a life changing for them to really discover that and to, you know, have that awareness, have that self-discovery, you know, learn about gratitude, learn about the differences between, you know, what it means to wonder, what it means to worry and how that looks for them in their life. And that's, you know, what really huge for me, what I take away, you know, from talking to you about the challenge is really just, you know, awareness. And I feel like that's the biggest thing for me is just being aware of, of those emotions and of those feelings and kind of how you can control the situation and really, you know, rewrite your story. Like you say, you know, re revise certain things and rewrite it to a point to where, you know, you are fulfilled and you are happy and you are, you know, in a good space. And I feel like that's really, you know, what I really got out of, you know, our, one of the conversations we had where you taught me about, you know, the benefits of the things that you were doing, you know, journaling, meditation, these different things and how, you know, how that has helped you with your day and your morning and your just feelings and thoughts and all of it. You know, there's so many benefits, but, you know, if you could tell me right now, you know, the biggest benefit that you have received from, you know, creating this challenge, taking part in it. And I know that you said, you know, you know, on the seventh day, like you haven't, you've felt like you failed at certain points and haven't gotten through it, but I still feel like there's a piece there of, you know, you, you're doing it. 
you know, you're doing it, you're taking part in it. So if you could tell me, you know, what, what is the biggest benefit that you've gotten out of it? I honestly, I think it's just certainty and power and confidence and like self-love. Mm-hmm. I kind of like failing because mm-hmm. I fail the challenge. There's like a little space that opens up and in that space of failing, I'm able to learn more about myself and love myself more. Um, so this past weekend, I'll give you an example. On Friday, I was in a Wake Up Warrior, like a 28-hour Zoom event that they had. And they had an enrollment to go into their next level business marketing program. But you had to submit your money by 6 p.m. Friday night. And my credit card was maxed out. It was my bad. Like I fucked oh, up. I remember seeing this. I think I saw yeah. this in your story. Yeah. Yeah. So I should have paid it off. And then my debit card got frozen the night before the event because um, fraudulent charges or whatever. Oh, I, in my mind, I had a story like, I can't leave the event. I'm going to miss out on the opportunities, the discount that they're offering. And I had all these stories. And then also in my mind, I was like, I don't make a hundred K a year. That's the, the prerequisite to get into that program. And I had all these stories about why I wasn't good enough. But then I followed my wonder. My wonder was like, no, what if you got into this business program with men that make a hundred K a year and you're surrounding yourself with higher producing men. And I literally went to the bank in the middle of the event. I like excused myself. I got cash. I drove all the way to uh, Newport Beach, which is like an hour away from me. Wow. And whole drive, I was like, I was worrying. I was sweating. I was anxious. I was nervous. Like, am I making the right choice? I was afraid because um, I only had 4000 in my account and it cost 3000 for the event. So like, you know, that could have paid off my credit card right there. Like that could have went a long way. So I just kept following the wonder. I kept looking for the positive. I kept thinking about all the exciting things that are going to happen. Got to the event. I just felt so confident. I felt so certain. I felt so powerful as I was turning my money in. And I realized like, dang, I just worried for a whole hour. Like I just worried the whole car right over here. Like I totally failed. But I love myself so much more because I got to the wonder. I, I got to that like voice inside of me that's saying like, no, you're doing the right thing. Like just keep going. Wow. And I think, I honestly think that's what I love the most about you is just the positivity aspect of like how you are, like how you look, how you look at things in a certain way like that. Because I know, you know, for me, it took me a long time to get to that place. It took me a long time. And I feel like if I was in that situation, I would have stayed stuck in that worry state, that anxiety state that, you know, and it almost seems to like tumble into so many other things that are wrong and this sucks and this isn't going great. And then it just turns into like, you know, it's like, you can't get out of it. You really built yourself into this thing of where you're boxed in. But I, I love the, I love that. And how you bring up, you know, with, with failure, you know, how you learn from that and grow from that. And, and I think that's such a big piece of, you know, what, this, this whole conversation is that, you know, really being able to, to learn, you know, just to grow, to experience that and to step out of that state of worry and to, and, you know, to have, to know that you have that commitment to yourself, that you're doing that is huge. It's huge because I know for so many people, you know, it's, it takes so much to, to even get to that, get to that place sometimes. Yeah. And I think you're going to learn as you start to do the challenge that you the growth is like instant you literally see it so it took me an hour to stop worrying but had this been three months ago six months ago i probably would have like quit the event and just like worried in my room alone like sad 
um, for hours on end, but I can see the growth. It went from like what used to be days of worrying to like one day of worrying to a couple hours of worrying to now, like at times I can get it down to 30 seconds, like, and just flip the switch like that. Wow. Some people like 30 seconds doesn't seem like a lot. They're like, no way I can stop worrying in 30 seconds, but you're going to see like the time it takes you to go from worry to wonder, it's going to get smaller and smaller each time. Yeah, no, for sure. Especially, you know, when you bring up that point of, you know, when you're saying six months ago, you would have not been able to do what you did. You know, you would have been worrying for hours and hours and days, even days and not been able to get out of that place. So being able to see the growth and to see the progress and, you know, to really not only notice that, but also take that and put that into something that you can give to other people. And I feel like that's such, that's to me is like, one of the greatest gifts. And I know it sounds so cheesy, like, oh my God, it's like greatest gift, but it really is because it's like, you're, you're, it's like how you feel and how you live and how you perceive things, how you see the world, how you see your situ- yourself, your situation, and just really being able to, you know, learn the steps to feel good about that and to control that and to, you know, have that growth and see that progress. So, you know, for you, um, what has been the, most rewarding moment you've experienced since putting this challenge out into the world? Well, you were talking about the gift. So I call it the gift of wonder. And really anytime I have the opportunity to mail a bracelet to somebody like that in itself is me giving somebody a gift of wonder. And that is rewarding right off the bat. A lot of people think I'm doing this challenge for the money, but because I charge $5 for one bracelet. And it seems like a lot, but I'm not doing it for the money. The, the workbook is a free workbook, so people can like try and learn and practice on their own. And if they want to pay $5 for the challenge, it's just them making a commitment to themselves. And to be honest, when I mailed you out your bracelet, I mailed out like four or five that day. Yeah. Like 50 cents off of each bracelet because of postage and everything. And I even have um, one person in the UK who I had to mail a bracelet to the UK. And that cost me more than $5 to mail a bracelet wow. to Wow. Not like yeah. in it for the money. I'm in it to to see other people grow, to see other people evolve, and to see other people gain the same confidence and the same certainty that I have. I, that's the biggest gift: is seeing people light up and just be confident in who they are. Yeah. No, I I love that, and I feel like that's that's such a good thing that you actually did that. And I'm I'm excited to get the bracelet too and like and do the challenge and then I'll like I'll message you I'll be like hey like I'm on day this day and I'm doing this you know and I feel like it's great to you know put something like that out there and really you know just help people with that because like you said that really is the greatest gift and I know you know people might be like okay like you know he's like and I feel like that's kind of crazy to think that you know okay you're doing this for the money when it's like like no like you're you're doing it because if you if you look at the work workbook and you read through the exercise, you read through the challenge, you read through the intro and like the invitation to do it. You know, it's really something that, like you said, you know, you don't expect a lot of people to finish this or to make it through this. But, you know, if you can start it and try it and, you know, if you if you fail, you're probably going to fail, you know, and, you know, it's probably going to happen, but you keep trying. And every time you keep trying, you know, just to know that you've learned something from the last, since the last time you had that bracelet on your, on the left side of your wrist and you change it to the other side, you know, you're taking something away and knowing, okay, like this is what happened. 
when I failed this time, or this is what happened. And just, just being able to have that awareness, I feel like is so huge and so important and impactful because, you know, it's, I feel like everyone, you know, when we talk about awareness, it almost seems pretty obvious. Like, how are you not aware? You know, like, how are you not aware that you're mad right now or you're sad or you're ha- like, it, it seems like, you know, so obvious, but it really isn't because in that moment, you know, I know for myself, I'm not always aware in every moment. I'm not. So, you know, that's something that I could definitely learn more about and get better with and make, make improvements on. So yeah, and it's just another way to measure your growth. Like the first time I failed, I think it was four days. And then the second time was five days and like literally four, five, six, seven. And then I think this past time was eight. So like wow. it's another way to measure your growth. Every time I fail, I'm making it further and further before I fail. Yeah, and I like the fact that it's not something that is going to be easy, you know, because I feel like if you if you hear about this, you might be like, okay, you know, it's like 22 day challenge, probably pretty easy, you know, like, but then when you really you do the work, and you're doing the exercises and you catch yourself, like you said, you catch yourself in those moments of when you're when you're worried, when you're sad, when you're mad, whenever you're experiencing, you catch yourself in that moment. And being able to to see that and to know that not every, not every single time, you know, you're going to be able to like move yourself over, right. To like the wonders that you're not always going to be able to do that, but to know that and to keep trying and improving and, you know, seeing, seeing how it's helped you grow in your life, you know, and what changes it's made for you. And, you know, just, I don't know, like there's so many things that you could take away from with, with doing this. So. Yeah. And there's a reason I picked 22 days because so first off, people say 21 days is what it takes to build a habit. Mm-hmm. So I could have easily said 21, but uh, two is actually the number for like self-acceptance and like self-love and inner peace. Okay, yeah. Yeah, in numerology. And then 22 is the number for like self-mastery. And so that's why I picked 22 is because the ultimate goal is to get self-mastery and to get inner peace and to just have self-acceptance and self-love. Yeah. No, I love that. That really is, you know, the, the main thing that you want to get out of, I feel like anything in life, right? I mean, that's really like the, the ultimate goal here, you know, in, in, in total, if you're really talking about it. But I mean, this is exciting. You know, I'm excited to do, to do this. And, you know, I remember when you first told me about this challenge, I was like, this is awesome. This sounds like, you know, there's so many benefits you can get from this. And, you know, I've already gotten benefits out of already doing the things that you were telling me about, you know, we were talking and just seeing that and realizing that, and, you know, I'm just really glad that you, you know, decided to put this out there and, you know, you took the time to really work on it, put it together and make it something. So anybody could, could take part in it. Thank you. I appreciate your excitement. And um, so the meditation and the gratitude that you've been practicing, I, I can definitely already see like the growth in you and like just you seem more calm and just you're already a happy person, but you just seem more excited, and, like have a different upbeatness to you. Yeah. It's cool to see. And I'm going to have you consider that this challenge is going to be like a compliment to that. Yes. Meditation and then the journaling, they go hand in hand. And oh, ev- yeah. eventually with this challenge, I would want to make it into like a 14 week course And in that course, it would be like a a virtual webinar course. I would actually teach meditation practices and breathwork practices to go along with each type of negative emotion or each type of worry. That would be awesome. That would be really cool if you did that and turn that into that. Because I know that 
That's, that's cool. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, this has been awesome and I'm just, I'm excited to like, to do this and to, you know, go on this journey with you and, you know, try it out, see what, see what else I can, I can get out of this and how else this can help me and, you know, my, my growth and the development that I want to continue to work on. So, you know, I just want to thank you again, you know, for, um, taking the time out of your day to come and chat with me about this and, you know, about, you know, the, the whole, the whole thing of how you created it and all of that and the details and everything. Yeah, thank you so much for letting me share this with your audience. And I'm really excited. I know it's going to help a lot of people and I'm looking forward to whoever wants to participate in the challenge. Yes, of course. And you guys, um, if you are listening all the way to the end right now, check his podcast out. His name is Jason Godoy, Wake Up With Wonder. Super great podcast, super awesome content. He's such a positive, upbeat person. And this interview was amazing. And I cannot wait to post this one and to put it out there for everyone to check out. So you guys, wherever you are listening, whatever time it is, if it's the morning, nighttime, whatever time, I hope that you guys have a great rest of your day. And yeah, and all right, bye guys, and bye Jason. Bye Paris, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, bye. All right guys, that is the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed this one as much as I enjoyed creating it. As always, if you guys would like to get in touch with me to talk about becoming a guest or to share your thoughts on this episode with me, you can do that in a number of ways. You can shoot me an email to crookedillness at gmail.com. You can send me a DM on Instagram at crookedillness, or you can message me on my Facebook page at crookedillness as well. I hope you guys have a beautiful rest of your day and thank you so much for listening to Crooked Illness.